0: Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said, we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. So you
1: look, man, Um, I just got one question. One simple, simple, simple question. Bro, where y'all been at? <laughs> <laughs> well, we ain't life.
2: seen these dudes in forever, man. What's up, Chris? What's up, Tori?
1: What's up, man. man?
2: It's good
3: to be here, man. It's good to be here. You know, we live in life. It's, um, it's been a lot of things that have happened over the last number of months. And um, I mean, I know you guys know this offline. You know, we obviously stay together on text to a degree, but I mean... It sounds corny as I'm saying it, but saving democracy. I mean, as you guys know, I was yeah, a, right. on, on, on the side, you know, helping out the Biden uh, campaign in my, in my personal volunteer time. Um, and I, I, I really dove in on that. And then uh, I was blessed. I was on the Biden presidential transition. And I did that. I did a lot of economic uh, recovery and uh, the Small Business Administration transition work. so like that that's been a thing and i'm happy you know we can talk about that at another point in time but life's been wild we've had family challenges with covid um grandmother you know some health challenges and just a lot of different things so life man life has been life and so but i'm glad to be back i'm glad to be with you all as brothers i'm glad to be in this moment, to share perspective um, as I kind of get back integrated in what's going on and share things that I've seen, I've heard, and I know, uh, because I think we're just in that moment right now. I'm just loving what I'm seeing with Black Men Think. I'm loving what I'm seeing just in the just Black space. People, yeah. like there's there's an awakening. I mean, we knew this. We yeah, said absolutely. This. We right, said this right. like a year ago and more when we were doing Black Men Think. We knew that there was a resurgence. We knew that there was energy that was being kind of pumped into this and i'm just glad that we're a part of it so i'm
1: I'm happy to be home
2: dope man welcome back
1: definitely bro welcome back welcome back what about you Tori? Tori, you've been here so it's not like you've been absent but it's been been a couple episodes been a
0: minute
1: yeah yeah just
0: just not as consistent as 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 usual uh but you know it's kind of like chris just 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 life man you know Um, Busy on the on the work front, so it kind of took me out for a little bit. Then you know, uh, offline, y'all know about uh, some of the the personal things that you know I have going on now. So you know, readjusting to the new pieces in life, new um, times in life as well. You know, and just trying to really balance all of that, um, and, and, and just you know, trying to move things forward. So you know, trying to get back now more steady. You know, more. More, you know, progressive in the in, in, in being on the podcast. So hopefully, starting now. You know, I should be more in a routine now. You know, <laughs> over a lot of these hurdles and things of that nature. Right. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's like like Chris said, it's good to be back. Let's
3: be clear. There ain't no warrants. Ain't nothing. No, like we ain't them no types. Yeah, yeah Nothing know, legal. Man, there ain't, right. Was, there ain't none of that. We not bro, those. you, you fine, just got bro. out, bro. You just got out. <laughs> <laughs> out. We ain't them black dudes. We not those
0: black dudes. They ain't, ain't never been, dudes. been to jail. Don't plan <laughs> on going to jail. <laughs> I Ain't the right. no one for jail. So. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Well, I have. But we say that story
1: for another
3: day. Yeah, man. I was down bad for a little bit, but you know I went home.
2: Man, should have went home. <laughs> none, of, none, of that. none of that
3: listeners none of that no disrespect there's none of that, you know. no, no
1: none of that right. for us yeah that's funny that's funny so you know um before we started recording the episode man we was having a pretty insightful conversation just about um, I money we were really talking about money we were talking about money we were talking about, we were talking about um investing and, and where we were in, in that stage in our lives. And I know all of us have different stories on where we are from the investing standpoint, but um, I, I kind of want to get into that, you know, just, and, and not really because none of us are professionals when it comes to investing, but um, I, I think it's more so of a mindset conversation, right? <laughs> so um, I know Mo and, well, no, Tori, I know Tori and I, we both really started going deeper on the investment side as far as personal. I know all of us got like 401ks and things of that nature, but um, so Tori, you know, kind of starting with you, man, um, what has your investment journey kind of looked like in, in these past couple of years?
0: Yeah. So, so like you said, um, outside of the work related one, right. You know, um, me and my wife we probably started investing maybe 2015 ish, um, where we just put some money. Uh, and with that, like a uh, actual, you know, company managed, right. so a, you know, a, a money management type account. um So you know, that actually did pretty good. You know, make the standard eight to twelve, eight to ten percent. You know, sometimes twelve percent a year. So that one, you know, brought us some money. Uh, and then you know, towards the end of 2019, uh, we started thinking like, you know what, maybe we should start investing. And then at the beginning of 2020, you know, it was the COVID thing that was coming out, and so. Uh, At that point, you know, that's when, you know, like, okay, you know, let's take some money and really being more intentional about it. And so, you know, after, you know, I had a conversation with you and you told me about a particular stock that was really the first stock that I bought, you know, so uh, I jumped into that and then, you know, just started seeing, you know, how some stocks was going down that I knew was like good and valuable. Uh, And I was like, you know what? They, they're they pretty reasonable now. Let me mm-hmm. at least put some money in here and just start um, buying things. So, you know, around February, March time frame, I really started, you know, we put money in there, right? Um, and, you know, luckily for us, you know, it, it's been paying off. You know, 2020 was actually a really good year uh, for first time as an investor, a personal investor like me and me watching manage it, you know, because my wife don't. I'm the one that really looks at it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I bought about 10 different stocks, you know, and they've all done really, you know, pretty good for me. You know, of course, you have those ups and downs, you know, some days you lose some money, some days you're making money. Um, But overall, you know, compared to the position I was in last year, uh, we're doing really good, man. So that's kind of really how my journey really started. And then also just really looking now at my personal, uh, well, my professional uh, ones that's being managed, you know, now's the time to take a little bit more risk as well. So, you know, looking at them, talking with the, the money management people like hey you know what maybe i want to be a little bit more risky uh for this next coming year it's pretty good um uh, uh and you know just going at it from that way man so that's kind of how so, my job is so i'm still a novice by <laughs> all stretching imagination um but right, and, right, right. talking with guys like you and you know other people that are are have been investing a tad bit longer than me um and kind of know a little bit much you know and just trying to really get uh all the knowledge i can in the spare time that I do have, it so that you know that's kind of how, how I got into it.
1: You know where I am right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, so I, I have a very similar story to you, Tori, as well. Like, of course, you know, four hundred one ks, and um, I've had some some mutual funds here, and, and you know, some other accounts that other people take care of. And and around the same time, I'll say twenty nineteen ish. Um, started just thinking about like, you know what, I kind of want to start messing with some stuff on my own. And, you know, I saw a couple of ones. And, and the the thing about, I didn't have a lot of knowledge about um, investing, but to me, I just look like, you know, like any other h- hustle, you buy low and sell high. Uh, that's, yes. that's the mentality, buy low, sell high. And You know, one of the things that I saw early on with investing is look into the companies that you're familiar with first because you'll have a a real, it it feels real to you, right? When you go and invest in companies that you may have haven't heard of, you just, it it, it feels different than if you, like I I love Nike Blazers and Nike Harachis. So if I go and invest in Nike, it feels different because I, I feel like I'm a part of that company, so sense. I might mm-hmm. pay attention a little bit more. I might um, invest wisely, wisely, and, and things of that nature. And, and so, um, you know, I, I don't know how many stocks I, I have in my portfolio. I, I mean, companies, probably over thirty at this point, and some are like you know, hundred shares. Some of them are one share. You know, I, for me, it's like you know what I see a company. I'll look at that five year, and then I'll look at that that uh fifty two week high, and see where it's going to fifty two week low, and see kind of where where things are at, and then I'll make a decision based off of that. And really, I just started getting the mindset of like just putting a little money to the side to invest every month, and then kind of build it from there. You and, just and, said a thing go, though,
3: JD. You just said ahead. a thing
1: though, because I think this is
3: this is critical for this conversation, in that. <clears throat> We've been seeing a lot of what's going on right now in the last number of weeks <clears throat> with GameStop and AMC and another number of these like really high, they call them meme stocks because um, they're blowing up on Reddit, they're blowing up on social media the whole night. And there has been this kind of war that's been waged with kind of traditional, um, you know, there's like the retail investor and there's the actual like institutional investor and there's been some like warring on that front. But the reality is, is like trading is not supposed to be like, sexy and hot like this this isn't supposed to be like all right i see right, right. so right over the way is mgm grand and so if i go over there like, all right i'm gonna like double up real quick and do a thing and i can like come off with, a, with something it's not supposed to be like that and mm-hmm. it's fascinating to see what's been going on right now <laughs> um with the bubbles that have been taking place you said a thing that i think i want to at least hone in on it so we can exploit the idea sure. of like you know, I've seen a couple of things, I put in some dollars, I'm gonna let that sit. And I'm gonna let that sit for five years. Let's just like, put that out there. That's what this is actually supposed to be about. Right, right. And I think we just, I just want us to make sure because we already know in our community, we're behind the eight ball financially, Mm -hmm. you know, historically speaking, right? Financially from the access points that we have and I just don't want us to get caught in a moment because of the savviness that right. we don't have the educational level of this. Because there's a real, I mean, there's there's like pedagogy behind investing. I mean, I showed y'all earlier, I got like four, five, six books. I mean, there's all types of stuff on this. Yeah. And if, and if you're on social media right now and you're seeing a lot of what's going on with these meme stocks, you may just be like, oh, I'm just going to go in and try to like just do a thing. And you may end up in a situation like the young... Uh, young man I don't know if y'all saw the story of the young man that he was like day trading to a degree and he committed suicide because he legitimately yeah. thought he was in the red $700,000 mm. yeah. and, 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 and you know and effectively it was just like you know a hun- couple hundred to a couple thousands of dollars like it was nothing yeah. other than like all right that's not great but like whatever you can I mean you can make that up yeah, and yeah. he was like I am almost a million dollars in debt because of his Lack of knowledge on certain things yeah. and also the new platforms that are making this equitable and accessible. There were some communication <coughs> issues on that. So I just don't want us to be caught in these moments of like, oh, this is the hot thing to do. This is the thing to do. 100%. 100%. To your 100%. point around the mindset, let's get ourselves educated. Let's get ourselves informed. Um, I mean, legitimately, you can get it to the level of like going to a bookstore and getting some really great books. I mean, you can just right. Google some things, Values Investors Forum. You can go. On Reddit and literally Google, and I mean, you know, type in some things and then find some like you know sub subreddits that will tell you some things. So I just want to at least like pinpoint that what you said. Sure, that's, that's a good point, bro. It's just an idea of like that's, this isn't supposed to be hot in in the moment.
2: Yeah, that's a great point, and I can actually you know speak from that space as you know somebody who honestly is not educated, not that educated about stocks, about the market, about trading. I mean, you know, I have you know, retirement funds, I have, um, you know, target date funds, you know, where the trading is set to a certain date, and it's, you know, certain level of aggressiveness, you know, based on Mm -hmm. when I want to retire, right. Um, And then, of course, you know, based on the date, obviously, the more aggression that's on it, it's going to be, you know, diverse across, you know, whether it's bonds here, or, you know, stocks, international trade, you know, that type of thing. At most, I can do that. Like I can contribute money to that. I can look at it. I can see how it's performing. I can see, you know, what stocks I have. But when the whole like, you know, Robin Hood thing went down, you know, honestly, I didn't know enough about it. And I mean, I have Robin Hood, you know, and, and at, at best I have what a few free, you know, stocks that I got just because I got a few people signed up. And, you know, what started at zero, you know, has a, a few decimal points over now. You know, so I just I kind of sit there, I manage that a whole, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing with it. But, you know, I didn't want to jump in with the whole, right. you know, rave of, of GameStop and AMC because I didn't know what I was doing, you know. Yeah. So, so and, and granted, honestly, I, I while it's something that I want to learn more about, it's nothing that I want to just follow the trend on because I do. Like you said, I understand that, you know, this investment game has never been, you know, as quick as a, a Twitter feed. You know, it's yeah. something where you've got to have hey, you patience. Just, you, dropped, you just drop a whole quote.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, the best up, game has never been as quick as a Twitter
2: feed. And yeah. honestly, bro, honestly, you know, like many other games, it, this one's set up against, you know, people that look like us in many ways because we typically don't have the information in our communities. So right. for us that to literacy. jump on, that's what I'm saying. So for us to jump on a wave like that and, and feel like, you know, And granted, I've talked to a lot of people and a lot of folks, man, man, you know, this is doing well, blah, blah, blah. blah. Oh, man, did you see that today? I'm like, chill. I don't know enough, and maybe you're right, but I feel like we need to get educated. Yeah.
1: Education is is is, is the point. I'm sorry, Corey, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I'm in the same boat, man, because it's like you know, when I
2: think about buying a pair of shoes or something, I'm like, man, that's money I could actually put into, you know, some stocks. So Instead of trying to hop online to, you know, get some shoes or go stand in line at a store, I mean, I can just hop on my phone or tablet or something and actually put it into stock because, I mean, I'm not too knowledgeable about it. Um, I guess I should be more, um, take more risk in investing in stocks. So this is pretty good information for me. But
3: I'll say, of course, it's the thing. Actually, what you just said, i push back on a little bit. No one's actually asking you to invest in stocks. At the end of the day, what JD said is it's the mindset. It's the mindset, and I'm and I'm not going to even sit here because I'm I'm still dealing with this. I got some deeply ingrained, conspicuous consumption <laughs> behaviors. Y'all know <laughs> it. We've already talked about it. Called J's. Right, like I like, can <laughs> I could, I could, I could, I could burn it. I could, I could swipe and I could do the thing, and we know that and, you know. Um, and that's just deep behaviors, and also to the point you're making, Mo, like that comes from a place of like lack of financial literacy and, and yeah, understanding, absolutely. right? And so like I acknowledge that and I'm doing things and like addressing things legitimately. Core to the point you're making though, I actually want to say no. Now isn't, I mean, you, like, yes, this is a great time. And there's been a lot of conversations around this. If anything, use this time to say like, I have no idea. Let me at least learn it and just like see because it necessarily may not be for you. The thing that we've actually touched on in a lot of different ways is like, Some of us have actually people who are managing, you know, management funds. Some of us, like I have some of that. Crystal has some of that. We also work at companies where we have been afforded restricted stock stock units free, like free money that's been extended to us as a result of your compensation package. Then there, you know, and then there's the idea of being kind of like not so much retail traders, but we can go in and do our own little thing and here and there, we got all that. But everybody's on a different spectrum with that. So. For you, Corey, what I would say is, is like, it's not so much that like, oh man, I just bought these J's, I should tr- put some stocks out there. Actually, no, maybe don't buy the J's and maybe put it towards something that you just know will do something financially for you, mm-hmm. period. That's a good not point. Not necessarily the stocks. There's just yeah. things, I mean, hell. There's so like, many more I mean, ways to get money. Savings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we just gonna, I mean, if, 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 if we're just gonna be super honest about it, right? We can throw out a lot of data points that the average American, much less black American, the average American is like legitimately less than one paycheck away from like legitimate financial ruin and homelessness. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like an actual statistic. And so no, no J's that 200 can be in the bank. And then you just, you know, the idea of six months and savings and all these other things. And I'm just saying, I'm, I'm still learning these things. I'm still developing those behaviors. I'm trying to do that now because I see it. I see my peers that I'm around and they're just so comfortable with money. They're comfortable with doing certain things. And I'm just like, that's fascinating to me. And I just don't have it the same way that you do. And so, you know, I don't know, I didn't do it. I wasn't trying to take up so much time. I was only, as you said that it wasn't, I, I just really, because the way you just articulated that there's a lot of people that feel that way and you want to know what it's just like JD talk about like losing weight and like somebody's lifestyle and health benefit. Like anytime that you psychologically think of it as like a punitive, like dang, I should have did it that way. Yep. Almost it reinforces that you will never do it because mm-hmm. you will never see it. You'll never it will never map with where you are. Right. So don't even think about it that way. If it if you if it strikes you, just hold on that 200
1: dollars yeah, That's real. Yeah. That's, that's some solid advice, Chris. That's actually some real good advice. Um, you know, the name of the game, honestly, is just margin, bro. Like, that's that's really all mm-hmm. it is. And I can't remember if I spoke about this on the podcast before, so if I did, forgive me. But I was watching a video with this guy. He's a reseller for shoes. And um, his thing is, he doesn't want his prices to be super high. And so his thing is, like, he had, he had boxes behind him where he, he was volume in standing and out, right? <laughs> and so his thing was, if I buy some shoes from somebody for 180 I want to sell them for 200 right? And the average person might think, like, man, you're only making $20 off of that, right? Instead of, most people, when we try to resell anything, we're trying to get <laughs> as much money as we possibly can. <laughs> He's looking at it like, no, I'm thinking about volume. There's mm-hmm. 30 pairs of shoes behind me. I just made $600 a day. Now, that might not, like, if you just throw the number 600 out, that might not seem like a lot, right? But if you break that down, he probably did about two hours of work, $600 made. So if you break that down, that's $300 an hour. Now, I don't know about y'all, but $300 an hour, I don't care what field you're in, that's a lot of bread, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and so definitely. Look at the job that you have right now and break down where you are. And whatever that number might be in your head, you look at where you are hourly and then you put that toward this guy's just thinking about margin. He doesn't care. And so I say all that to say, even with whatever that we're doing, whether it's saving your money or if you're reselling something or if you're you're investing at the end of the day, bro, all we're trying to do is just make a little bit of profit. That what retail,
3: is- that resale game, though, is 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 it's real. Bro. It's a real thing. I mean, I hate it because I can't get my I want sometimes. Like let's just throw that out there. I really, was so really, angry. really, really hate y'all bots. I'm putting it out there. I hate bots. Man, he was so angry. I what, hate what, y'all which, bots and I hate y'all bots, to... and I
2: hate y'all bots
3: and I hate y'all
2: bots. I hate y'all. I can't get I was what Kobe I, want. Pack. I think it was the Kobe pack. You was and I, I was hurt. I was hurt. I was hurt, man.
3: RIP Kobe, KB, KBA twenty-four. I I I I am still very mm. upset about that. <laughs> um,
2: mm.
1: But I also
3: get this conversation that we're having where people see this as a very unique moment to make money right. in ways in which in, in, in intrinsically and historically, we haven't been able to. Mm. So now, as we were talking in Tori, like, I mean, like, I appreciate what you said around the different things you've done and how long you've done it. We're professionals, and so like, there is inherently some things that are gonna to be to our benefit because we are, uh, we are professionals. We're gonna be extended in some of our job opportunities like a package of things that are like, yeah. oh, I mean, hell, I didn't even know the package was just like number of years ago. But then you now got brothers who are like, I only like Nikes and Adidas and I can get money off that? Why wouldn't I do that? Why I wouldn't, wouldn't I? It sell these shoes to people why wouldn't i do the playstations why wouldn't i do these things and i get it so i i there's that there's that real tension there because i get it i i absolutely do i just hate that i can't get what i want when i want it
2: <laughs> Gift or curse? You can uh, get them. pay the premium for it. That's all. I mean, see, look,
3: hey, he's a reseller. You can see it. You can see right there. That's, <laughs> I can't get what I want because what he just said right
1: there. Oh, you can get it. Just pay me for it. Got you know? to pay that coin. There you go. You
0: gotta pay that coin. Uh, I think uh, that 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 Chris that does lead us into what you were talking about this is a good conversation topic as well as about how now. Nowadays, tr- people that traditionally couldn't be in this, playing this in this realm, are actually now being able to do that, um, and I think that that's also one of the beautiful things about it. Is you know, for a long time, for whatever it might be, we might not have been taught about it or things of that nature, um, but now uh, everything is a click away, and so we're getting better and more understanding about it and we're able to actually participate in it at our own free will and i think that's the the, beautiful thing about it and then you have certain platforms that make it even easier you know so like your robin hoods your your your, uh, td trade and and things of that nature to where you you it's literally at your fingertips now uh all you have to do is just be willing to consume it and apply what you learn and what you see and you know make those 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 educated decisions as best as you can so you know um I, I, I hate to bring it this way, but it, it kind of makes me think of it kind of as a game because that's how it really is. You know, when you ain't ready, you learn it, you know, you really go heavy into it. You really have to be dedicated like that in the initial beginning until you get to understand the flow of things, how you purchase, how you sell, uh, what's the difference between buying on margin and things of that nature. So once you're, you're able to get the basic understanding of the game, it becomes a little bit easier. And, you know, uh, the rest of it is just, you know, I hate to say it, stock market is what the stock market is. It's, it's a gamble, <laughs> it's, a, it's a guess. So, even you might have the best information possible and still lose. Um, mm-hmm. but that, that's something that you know, for every great uh, risk, there's a huge reward that's sometimes associated with it as well. So, you just got to keep that in mind as well that everything that you do is going to have some type of risk to it. You just got to have that appetite to judge how risk. You want to be with, mm-hmm.
1: you know, um, Tori and, and, and I know we, we can, we can shift gears in a sec, but I do, I do want to say this, the thing about stocks, and this is just a tip for people that are looking to invest, right? Um, this is not professional advice. I'm just telling you what helps me when you start investing, it helps to set a time for yourself to look at your portfolio, Right. Now, personally, I look probably every day, which is not really a good thing because I'm not a day trader by any means of the imagination. Like I go in and I buy things that I like with the intent of sitting on, sitting on it for, you know, five plus years. Um, but I still look at it because like Tori said, it, it's like a game, right? It's just the way to, for me to compete as a 36-year-old Man, that's not able to play sports anymore like that. Like this is my my way to compete, uh, sort of speak. But something that really helps because you're going to have those ebbs and flows. Like today, I lost two hundred dollars. Right, lost two hundred dollars in the stock market today. But what helps me is that I'll go out and look at okay. Well, what did I do for the week? Okay, what did I look do for the month? What did I do for the three, three, three months? What did I do for a, the year? What did I do across the board? When you look at it from a long, like a, uh, a more broad view, it eases your anxiety levels a whole lot. Because while I might have lost $200 a day, I've made a ton over the, the lifetime of my portfolio. And so that, that helps me to say, like, oh, today was just not a good day. <laughs> Move on, watch your, your head away from it and keep going. Um, but you can't look at it like like Chris said, you can't look at it like the MGM, bro, because you're going to you're going to panic the first day you lose some real money, and you're going to pull everything out and right. You're gonna beat yourself up six months later when that, that stock that you pulled them triple, you know what I mean? So- and, and,
2: and, and that's exactly why for me, like I would like I'm the type of guy that will go to a casino just for the environment but I'd probably spend $5 on a slot machine because I'm not that I'm not, I'm just not the risk taker guy. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to enjoy the. I'm going to enjoy y'all yeah, doing I'll be it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be sitting there watching, but I'm not, I'm not about to throw away a whole bunch of money because I'm just not going to take that risk. But that's why something like a target fund for me works because I can put money at it and let it grow over time and let it mm-hmm. do what it does. I don't need to see, I mean, I'm going to watch it, but I'm, I don't need to see it every day. I don't need that type of anxiety. Man. Right. Right. You know, that's just me absolutely
0: no, that's right absolutely. No, i think that's good go. because you know and, and i love that analogy that you made with the um slot machines and, and going to a casino um you know i'm a little bit different so you do it on that minimalist yeah side. there you go so you know me i i you know i have a certain amount of that I budget and i only take that amount with me when i go there win lose a draw you know it is i i use it as a disposable type of I used to say it's entertainment budget basically so that's what I call it. It's my gotcha. entertainment budget for today and so I take that sometimes I win <laughs> sometimes yeah. I lose but whatever it comes at the end of the day I go expecting that I was going to spend this certain amount of money today day for that's my smart entertainment. and so you know so that's, that's the way I look at it uh, and that really helps because it takes all the pressure off of you and you know you don't get caught up you know if you, if you win some money great if you lose some money you're not really losing because you're going to spend gotcha. it anyway
1: Real good point. That's a real good point there. Um, to, to kind of shift gears a little bit though, we, we've we had these um, conversations and we missed the last episode, but we wanted to have these black history moments, right? We said, instead of celebrating black history in February, we wanted to celebrate black history every day, every day. right? And, and every so day yep. um, with that being said, Corey, I did, I, I, I looked it up, bro. Thank you for reminding me because I definitely forgot. So kind of, sort of not really, but in in the, I guess you can say in the frame of this conversation, um, I wanted to just speak on, I have one here for the first lawyer, right? The first ever lawyer. So John Mercer Langston was the first black man to become a lawyer when he passed the bar in Ohio in 1854. Uh, when he was elected to the post of town clerk of Brownham, New York, I probably slaughtered that, sorry. In 1855, Langston became one of the first African-Americans ever elected to public office in, um, in America. John mm-hmm. Mercer Langston also is the great uncle of Langston Hughes, famed poet of the Harlem Renaissance. Man. So that's like, you know what I mean? Talk like, about bro, history that's, makers, that's, man. Yeah, man. Yeah,
2: man. That's greatness, that's, man. That's,
1: that's like a, a a two for one on Black history. You wow. Yeah.
2: Incredible.
1: Can you, can, you imagine,
2: can you imagine the environment that he went into being Tough. the first Black lawyer? Tough. In, I mean, just the courage alone. Applaud. Like, we applaud you.
1: Like, what's the mentality you? to say that I want to go into this space and knowing that I'm going to be number one. It's different when you just like just so happen to stumble on being the first to do something. But he went in this like fully knowing that, yo, I'm going to be the first black man to become a lawyer.
3: I will say, though, actually, go ahead. nah, he didn't. He was actually probably following his passion, his destiny, his drive. Mm-hmm. You know, was okay. it to him. Because I For think sure. that's the thing that we actually sometimes conflate in hindsight in retrospect we're like of course he was knew, he knew that no the brother was a lawyer he likely mm-hmm. had the law it deeply embedded in him and loved mm, arguing perspectives and persuasion and mm-hmm. the idea of con- convincing people of a thing or the idea of justice or the idea of this and that manifests itself in in, in the professional That's world right. as, as a lawyer as a lawyer and so I would probably I'm not saying you're not right but I would also say that no, that's sometimes. Point. Actually, we looked up and we're like, "Man, I actually just did this whole thing of stuff," and it was because you were following whatever was given to you. Um, yeah. And so I don't even know. I don't even know if he really said. I was like, "I'm going to be the first, and I want to be the first And this, because how would he have actually known? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, totally, that. That. totally. Let's let's point. do this because we do this all the time. Like when we talk about like sports you remember, you like, we all know those moments in games where, like, an athlete breaks a record and they just were, like, playing. They don't the have a clue. They yeah. have yeah. zero clue that they broke that record or that they were, the, you know, the record keeper of that because it was just like, oh, I just came out today just to just compete. Yeah, and, if, playing and, my and, game. and if they did break a record, it was like, oh, that's cool. That's nice to know. So I think what I'm saying is, is like, he just probably was going on about life. <laughs> I mean, that's and right. then he in hindsight, the first. he became the, the first. And so yeah. I think that's the type of thing that we got to re- reflect on and just go about what we're going about, be committed yeah. to what we're committed to, and just go hard and, and just and like, commit that, ourselves to it.
2: Cause to that point, man, you never know what moment is going to shine as your greatest, you know? Like, and, and that's why you can't waste a moment. You know, you, you have to give every single moment everything that it deserves and everything that you've been given so that um it writes in history um you know a code for others if you will mm-hmm. you know like you like this gentleman messed around became a lawyer carved an entire pathway uh, for the greats beyond even what is what was his nephew or or you know even even on to someone like a langston hughes or, or just to even have the name attached um or a thurgood marshall or so on and so forth you know the many that have right. come after him um and so just in general, man, if you're out there, you're listening to this podcast, whoever you are, whatever it is that you do, do it like it will be etched in history. Um, Ooh, because that's, okay. that's, that's what the world <laughs> deserves.
3: Do it like it's going to be etched in history. I
0: mean, you just came with actually two bars. You man, just I just a to of drop things. that, you know. But the thing about it is, it will be edged in history regardless. There so, you go. Okay. There you go. <laughs> the, the, Keep it you know, going. The difference is, you know, some is to a <laughs> greater degree, but everything that everybody does is going to be compiled into the compilation of history.
3: That's um, good, so oh, weather is look. He know. just told y'all, "Black Lives Matter." He actually—that's what he just told. That's what he just told y'all. <laughs> he, <laughs> he just said, "Black Lives Matter." At really the end of the day, no matter where you at on that spectrum, the Black Lives Matter because you etched in history. Period. Oh, yeah. Oh say
1: this though. <laughs> I'm gonna put y'all all on the spot right now. So here's the thing: somebody is watching this and just got inspired to do a podcast.
2: Okay. There you go.
1: I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's just. Because it's what Tori just said, it's like it, we, we don't even consider the things that we do on our day-to-day that mm-hmm. truly inspire people because we're going by and just doing what we, we love to do, sort to speak. Mm-hmm. Right? You're inspiring people every day. Like, you know, we've all, and we don't have to go over the accolades, but we've all accomplished things in our lives that we probably didn't see as a kid, but there's a kid watching you achieve those goals and say like, yo, if that person can do it, I can do it too. So, you know, um, with that being said, man, I, um, first off, we're happy to have y'all back. It, it's good to see my brother on the screen, my, my other brother, he's down the street. So, you know, I still see him every now and then, but still, <laughs> um, it's good that, that, that we're here and and we thank y'all for listening. I don't, you know, I don't really have a black thought, brother. Like my, my black thought, here here's my black thought. I, I'm lying. I have a black thought. Brotherhood. And the reason why it's Brotherhood is because Brotherhood allowed, not only allowed this podcast to happen, but it allowed us to continue to have conversations that we can bring out to the world, right? Offline, we had a conversation about changing our mentality when it came to to finances and and investing. And while we're all in different stages of that um, right now in our lives, we offer real life solutions, right? What you told Corey, Chris, is a gem, bro, like... No, if you're not ready to start opening up a Robinhood account, cool, just save that bread instead of spending it on the shoes. Like, just change the mentality. It's one small tweak will start something else. Because what would have happened naturally, Corey will see like, yo, I got like an extra $5,000 sitting in my account right now. What should I do with it? And now mm-hmm. it's like yo, so you can stay. That's a it. playground.
3: That's the playground. Now a lot I can, you do can do something
1: else. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that's a super dope gym, man. Thank y'all for listening. Um, if y'all have any questions, any concerns, make sure that y'all continue to uh, follow us on all things social media. Send us. We've been getting a lot of requests for topics, and, and trust me, we're seeing those topics, and we are planning to speak on a lot of those topics that we're getting in. We're just trying to make sure that we have something realistic in and in a conversation to have. So awesome. for people that are waiting, trust me, uh, we see y'all questions coming in and we will get to those and we will have them on the podcast. But the best way I can say it, there's a time for every conversation. And so when that time happens, hopefully y'all still tuning in and we'll make sure that we get those questions answered for y'all. sure um But yo, that's it, man. Make sure y'all tune in next week. Uh, make sure y'all subscribe, rate, review the podcast and also follow us on Clubhouse. Uh, Join our follower count there. We're growing. I think we're over like um, 1,500 followers on Clubhouse, man. So join us there. We have offline conversations that go a little bit deeper into what we've been talking about here on the podcast. So uh, that's it. See y'all next week. The
0: Black Men Think Podcast.